0: Welcome to Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, it seems more and more that uh, Christians these days are... Um, hesitant to talk about really where they come from, where they stand on issues, and uh, for the the fear of being canceled, being uh, just uh, left out of the the discussions. Uh, you see it in Hollywood. You see it in uh, throughout politics, and and just really everywhere. So, uh, what can we do about that? Is is it uh, time to just go hide in the hills, or what do we do?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I can't imagine Jesus who was opposed, and he was rejected, Um, he was lied about, Um, in other words, um, and, and, you know, really opposed with great strength, but he didn't uh, retreat. Now, there were times when he chose, he knew they wanted to kill him, and therefore, he did escape. But that's very different than um, literally collapsing or retreating in fear. Uh, in fact, there's a very interesting scripture in Proverbs. Now, realize the pro- that Proverbs is uh, the book on wisdom. All the way through, you find... Uh, the mention of of wisdom and how we... It's an outstanding guide and exhortation for us to learn how to be wise. Well, in Proverbs 28, we read, When the righteous triumph, there is great elation. But when the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. So what you said, Jeff... Mm-hmm. is re- reflective of this. There are those who will hide when they're... In be- yes, at times we have wrong leadership. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, there weren't enough votes to cancel out those who are uh, ungodly, those that are promoting values that are not right in God's sight. Um <laughs> They are in power, but that doesn't mean they have to stay in power, at least in the United States of America. Uh, Those, in I'll say, in the Western world. Uh, We are blessed to be able to elect those with the population. And, uh, look, I understand that some people know situations where there has been I mean, I know someone who has worked the polls, and for years. And she told me, that, you know, this last election where a man kept coming in over and over, same man, with a different ballot, and he just kept. Uh, it, it, it's it's falsifying, it, it it's election fraud. But what I'm trying to say is, there are those situations. But what we need to do is. Vote for Christian, uh, the, for leaders who have Christian principles. Vote for leaders who have, who promote Christian principles. I mean, even in, with school boards. Um, if you don't know what to do, that like, for example, there's something called uh, I Voter, uh, I Voter, um, hmm, I'm trying to think that it just got, it was in Dallas and now uh, by the American Family Association. But there, they're, you can learn who the candidates are that are going to be supportive of Christian values. June, and that's,
0: that's iVoterGuide.com. iVoterGuide.com. I <laughs>
1: I had a lapse of memory all here. Right. Yeah, no, and and I have used that in the past because you know I don't know all the people I don't. But but it is huge that we be wise about our voting, and it's a privilege. Many people throughout the world, you know, many many countries, they don't have the ability to have the populace be able to vote. So the Bible says, "Too much is given, much is required." So make the time to go vote. And um, the other day, I was on a panel, and I someone presented uh, well, the separation of church and state. and you know and I said, you know, that's not in the Constitution. It was in a letter, literally a letter. But the point is, notice in psalm thirty three twelve, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Just right there. Do you want blessing on our nation? I do. I want God to bless America. I want God to bless all countries but it's blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And so please go. And I've been told that I've I think it was like 70% of Christians don't vote. That's terrible. Don't be one of those. Make a difference. Take a stand, because God has given you the ability, if you're in a country where freedom of voting is offered, be effective in that way. Because it matters. Your vote matters. One on God's side, by the way, is the majority. I never will forget, my mother said that. She was presenting a quote, but it's one on God's side is the majority. And what a privilege
2: to be able to vote for godly. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at
3: junehunt.org. 800 644 4817.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you uh, have any questions about t- tonight's uh, topics on the program, uh, any number of topics, really, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll be happy to help you access the right resources. And again, that number, 800 800- 488-HOPE, that's 800-488-4673. Also look for resources on our website, it's at hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find new updated Keys for Living, also Lifeline to Hope online training as well as June's many biblical resources there and music CDs as well. The uh, information is all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can uh, order directly from the website there. So let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have uh, we welcome this evening uh, listening to us on the Bot Radio Network. We welcome uh, Marie.
1: Well, hello, Marie. Welcome to Hope.
4: Thank you. Hi. How are, how are you, Jill? I'm
1: I'm blessed, and I'm blessed to talk with you. How can we help you?
4: So um, the reason I'm calling, um, I have been undergoing um, significant. Um, spiritual warfare over the past nine months
2: Mm.
4: Um, it is manifesting itself um, in physical in a physical attack Mm. Um, mostly at night while I sleep Um, anything ranging from um, you know just like Direct nagging um jokes to the body um, um in the hair on my head um, noises around the room um, you know, I can sometimes smell like somebody open a perfume bottle or A bottle of alcohol, you know, that's beside my bed. It smells like it's open, but it's not. Hmm. Um, You know, uh, pressure on various... um, I suffer with chronic pain, so pressure in various um, pain areas. um, Even rubbing of my breath. um, Things of that nature just...
1: unbelievable um over the past 9 months yes you mentioned 9 months okay what what happened approximately 9 months ago that caused about i'm hearing that this was a change that this has not been going on
4: never at all, ever no, not at all never well, it happened, okay it happened once before 2 years ago um and it kind of a similar circumstance. I was seeking the Lord, drawing closer to Him, praying, um, you know, uh, having Him to... Um, he was showing me things uh, in my life um, that I was trying to deal with, uh, issues from my past, past traumas and hurts that I was attempting to understand Um, difficulties in relationships uh, with family um, that I was trying to get an understanding about. And it was like he was, I was feeling close to him, right? I Mm -hmm. I felt as if my walk was becoming closer, that I was becoming more intimate. Um, I, I could lay in bed at night and look out my window, and I felt as if he was really just right there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I would, I would, I would pray, and I could just sense his presence, and it just felt so peaceful and serene. And it was like I was growing. I felt like I was growing. Um, I was encouraged, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I, I felt like I could, I could, I could make some of the changes that I felt like he was saying I needed to make, like distancing myself, setting strong boundaries in my life, um, things of that nature. Um, that's that's what happened these, the last two times that this past time nine months ago and two years ago the same issue.
2: Mm.
1: Well, you mentioned a word. You said past traumas. I'm so sorry. Whatever was traumatic, trauma uh, is uh, is. It is something that can be overwhelming at the time, or even the the duration following a traumatic situation. Uh, it can continue to be impactful, and uh, because of different kinds of situations, whether it's abuse, violence, mm-hmm. uh, whether, and 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 there are any number of causes. Um, sometimes it's relational uh, trauma. And so what What was, you said, issues with, that you were dealing with issues of past trauma?
4: So I had childhood trauma and abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God, God revealed a lot to me. I, I didn't even understand the impact and how it affected my life Um, and had been impacting my life all these years. Um, But he revealed it to me.
2: Are you
1: talking Uh, about childhood sexual abuse?
4: No, physical. Physical and
1: emotional. Okay, physical and emotional. And what kind of physical abuse, my friend?
4: Well, I mean, it was child abuse, pretty much, you
1: know. Um, uh, Are you talking about
4: as well, emotional abuse of pushing you away, not you know, um, not not wanting you know, not you know having that intimacy with you know your parents that brought you into the world. I mean, um, mm. and then the physical abuse as well. I mean, you know, I would be um, beat, um, drug. Mm. Uh, the house. Um, you know, just a variety of things.
1: So you're uh, saying that, that like there were times when you you were like you were beaten and mm-hmm. did did you say drugs? Drugged Drug Drug, drugged, yeah. Drug, see, oh you were drug. I got it. Yeah, Meaning yeah. physically drug whether it's by the hair or by the Right limb, back of my
4: right, my collar, or you know, through the Mm house, you Mm -hmm. know.
1: And who was the main perpetrator of this?
4: My
3: mother.
1: I'm so sorry. Wow. You know, this is where I've talked with a number of of people who are grown, and yet the assumption is mother will be like the, uh, the protective mother bear the, the, who, who will protect her cubs if anyone tries to hurt them. And so it's so hard when they realize that at times it's the mother who doesn't have that protective care for her child or her children. It's it's very, um, it it can be very surprising. It's like what, what, why, why me? What did I do? What you know? And you don't have to do a thing. You, there can be z- zero cause. In fact, this is this is the vast ex- ex- exception to the rule for for moms. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, was, were there you know, other... I was
4: there other 14 because of it. Um, so, you know, I kind of thought, you know, if I walked away and, you know, if that was in my past, that, you know, everything would be fine, but God showed me um, my difficulty or uh, inability to get close to people or allow people in my life or trust. You know, all of those things kind of related mm-hmm. to what I was, you know, what I have endured. you know, um, mm-hmm. other different stressors, you know, how stressors can affect uh, my ability to, you know, relate, you know, my desire to, um, you know, the flight or the fight or flight response, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. those type of things that I I didn't know. I mean, I just didn't even know that, you know, the codependency type, you know, um, issues I've had with my children, you know, um, uh, which have caused some strain in our relationship. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it all kind of stems back to um, that base.
1: Yes. How old are you, my friend?
4: In my early 50s.
1: Okay. Well, you have another half-year, half half-life uh, half uh, to experience freedom, don't you? I know you're Hopefully. wanting freedom, yes, but um, you've experienced the hardest part now, and yet uh, it is normal what you just Said uh, I was struck by what you said. You talked about having tra- this trauma, and you said I've had difficulty getting close to people. That is not unusual because you experienced it at a very young young age. Well, tell me, when, when did? Uh, how old were you when this trauma was going on? What ages?
4: I don't, I don't know. I don't even know when it began. I mean, I'm sure, it, you know, I don't think we ever had a relationship, and I think that things could have began, you know, when I was a little child and before I could even remember or recall things. Mm-hmm. I know there, there were times when I would cry not wanting to go home. Um, you know, I, 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 I went to bed for a long time. Um, so there's just there's mm-hmm. a lot of clues that I'm, I'm seeing now. Mm -hmm. Um, that point point back to a lot of issues that I just didn't, I wasn't even, you know, I I mean, I didn't become aware of the significance Mm -hmm. of them, I guess. And Mm -hmm. it's all now becoming clear. Uh, But I guess the hardest thing is that to have gone through all of that and, you know, to establish a relationship with God, but yet have these experiences and I'm not understanding how um, this could be you know Mm -hmm. how could this how could God
1: allow this for me okay so yeah what you're saying is there are and you've mentioned the term spiritual warfare Um, there are times when we all can be experiencing things that are not of God, meaning they're not initiated by God. And as such, uh, you you said this especially took place beginning nine months ago. And even though this there was something that did happen like two years ago, uh, I really want us to to talk about what went on with nine months ago what changes what or what one change was there because uh this is important
3: do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken you want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how lifeline to hope is a brand new one of its kind caregiver training designed just for you Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org
2: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At JuneHunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At JuneHunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at JuneHunt.org.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, just call us at 800 seventeen, and uh, you'll leave a message there, and we'll get in touch as soon as possible to talk uh, to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd love to have that conversation with you and uh, talk about you uh, being uh, on a conversation here with June about something going on in your life. So again, that's 800 seventeen. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics here on the program, and uh, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the appropriate resources for you. And uh, let me recommend to you the Keys for Living called Verbal and Emotional Abuse, Victory Over the Power of Abuse. We also have one called Abuse Recovery from Surviving to Thriving. And again, customer support is available at 800 488 H O P E. That's 800-488-4673. Now let's get back to our conversation with Marie.
1: Well, my friend, when you first were talking with me, you mentioned undergoing spiritual warfare. And you said it's been during the past nine months. So I'm hearing that you're saying it's, it's not just an incident nine months ago, but multiple incidences ever since. Am I correct? Ever since nine months ago, is that right?
4: Almost, almost daily. It was wow. nine months ago, almost daily.
1: Okay. Let me go back to, did something happen that was uh, unusual? Um, spiritual warfare, by the way, is this ongoing conflict against um, I'll say even broader the human race um, spiritual as in there is an enemy of God uh, whose name is Satan the word Satan literally means adversary and he has it's like soldiers but it would be they're called demons these are fallen angels Uh, who chose to go against God. But it's for the purpose of rendering uh, Christians ineffective, Uh, keeping, uh, as well, keeping non-Christians from coming into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And the Bible describes these three uh, theaters of war. Uh, It's called the World the flesh and Satan. The world means not the physical, beautiful world, uh, attractive world. It's, it's the world of uh, ideas and uh, a mindset that runs counter to the biblical truth that God wants us to live with. So it's the world, um, the flesh, which is not the physical flesh, Uh, It's, I'm going to do what I want to do. There's a rebellion uh, that we could have. Uh, Literally, we are are warned against um, fulfilling the desires of the flesh. But uh, the the point is, we need to yield our will to the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's the the world of uh, literally in opposition to the the principles of of God, uh, the, the world, the flesh, I'm going to do what I want to do, and then there is Satan and his demonic realm. And that is what is going on. By the way, that is laid out in Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 3. And uh, so, therefore, uh, there are times when any one of these three uh, enemies are outlined, that are outlined in the Bible, um, they, they can impact us. But usually there is some initiation, something that uh, has taken place. Can you identify anything that occurred approximately nine months ago, perhaps earlier?
4: Yeah, I think, like I said, I was drawing nearer to God with a lot of the pain, Um, and he was revealing, like, through other, like, books I would read and people I would listen to, even your ministry, you know, even names of the, you know, issues I was having, like the Mm conflicts, Post traumatic Mm -hmm. stress disorder and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, family scapegoating. And, I mean, things just started to, my eyes just like scales were falling off, and I started to see what I was, what was going on with me, right? I mean, the symptoms and everything, they were lining up. And it started to make sense what was, what was, what was my, what was wrong with me right mm-hmm. um, and and i was speaking prayer from elders at my church and um you know even with my granddaughter and um you know having them pray over the relationship, my familial relationship relationship with mm-hmm. my children and my grandchildren because i didn't want it seemed I could see I can see that the enemy has tried to corrupt the entire line, right? And I was mm-hmm. trying to guard or to, you know, you know, intercede yes. to get God to intervene in that. You know. Mm-hmm. So there was just you know, all of that was going on at the time.
2: Okay,
1: and was there help that you did receive from the spiritual leaders at your church or those who uh, prayed for you? Did you see any positive change, or was it as though there was um, this uh, onslaught um, even physically of, in terms of impacting your physical body. So did, was there help that you did receive, or did you know, that because, not come?
4: Well, you know, it, it didn't. The physical attack, the spiritual attack didn't happen until after I started to, you know, obtain prayer and guidance, you know, and, and from the Lord and from others. So that's when the spiritual attack came on. Um, And things, of course, got, they always, it's always like a boomerang, right? I mean, I'm always Hmm. going in to make things right with some family. Um, But it seems like there's always some wall that I can't break through. Um, and. you know, there there might be a time of peace, and then it, you know, it, you know it it, it deteriorates again, and right. just blatant, you know, disrespect, and you know all kinds of different things that are, that are just too numerous to mention. But you know, I was hoping that, um, you know, what God was showing me, you know, could help to advance a stronger Mm -hmm. bond or unity in those relationships,
1: I guess. Okay. Are you living um, alone, or are there people in your home? No. Okay. No, I live
4: alone.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to mention one thing just at the onset here of this part of our discussion, and this is very important. In 1 John 4, verse 4, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them, Now, I'll explain that, because the one who is in you is greater than the one in the world. The one who is in you would mean the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than the one who is in the world. And when at times we hear the word world and we think of the beautiful world, you know, a, a positive world. But this is a reference to that which is not of God that's in the world. My point for you is... There are certain things to claim, to, to spiritually claim. And it's what God wants us to have in our minds, what we are to pray, because there is a spiritual sword of truth. The spiritual sword of truth. In other words, that is a weapon that we have in the battle of spiritual warfare, because when we look at the things that we are told about, uh, specifically as armor—physical armor, physical armor um, spiritual armor—it's it's detailed in Ephesians six. It it's. This is the the language that's used in verse beginning in verse 10 Ephesians 6:10 Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against Satan's schemes his strategies for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but our to stand, meaning you stay standing, you're not knocked down. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Notice the first deals with truth. And this is where we learn, even from Jesus, the truth sets you free. Truth is absolutely key to victory and there are many who believe in that which is not true. But the first armor is the belt of truth. The second it says with the breastplate of righteousness. That means you literally are determined no matter what, you will your life will reflect The Lord Jesus Christ in terms of righteousness. right The breastplate of righteousness, that means being right in God's sight. That he literally, you are in right standing, but then there's also right action. And then there are other parts of this armor. Uh, Your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And then we'll talk about the shield of faith.
2: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth, and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At JuneHunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at JuneHunt.org.
5: As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God Himself, and He's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-917. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817.
0: Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Recommending tonight the keys for living called Spiritual Warfare Strategy for the Battle. And that's available by calling customer support. Just order directly from them at 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. if you'd like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night? Call 800 Night 17. That's 800 N I G H T 17. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get right back and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That number again, 800 Night 17 or 800 644 4817. Let's return now to our conversation with Marie.
1: Marie, As I've said, there is spiritual armor that we are told to take on. And uh, these are all defensive uh, pieces of armor. There's only one that is offensive. In other words, what I'm saying is when you look at this list from Ephesians 6, um. And it's helpful to have that which is defensive. At times we are on the defense. But the one that is offensive, meaning um, that you would use to, to fight, if you will, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It qualifies what the sword of the Spirit is. It is the Word of God. And therefore, at times, what you will want to do is to know that there are certain type of of um, praying uh, with, and I'm talking about the sword of the spirit, where you pray a certain way that that becomes a also a protection. Um, and I I could give give illustrations, but there's something I need to, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of several things that we need to do. Uh, first, I want to say has, or I want to ask, has there been an opening into the occult? Uh, and there are different ways that this can happen. Um, we have a, An inventory, I want to say it this way. One of of the enemy's strategies is to engage you in anything that would open the door to ungodly influences, ensnaring you uh, through uh, different things that could appeal to you at the time or it could be with someone that you were with in your life And they opened that door to the enemy's uh, practices. Um, In other words, you can witness certain evil practices that expose you to the evil one that's behind these practices. And therefore, the key to dispelling the darkness is to prayerfully renounce every exposure to evil that, that comes to mind in order to remove uh, a possible foothold of Satan in your life. When I say foothold, I'm talking about a stronghold. And the Bible does refer to, at times we can have a a. Stronghold. You put, when you think about um, warfare, uh, there are those who have been in the military, and there are those who understand a military stronghold is a secure uh, fortress, or, a, a, well, I'll say a fortress, uh, uh, it's dominated either by friendly forces or by the enemy enemy forces, and I'm talking ben, about if we were to be, if you were in the military and you were involved in uh, military training, you would learn how to take hold of the territory, ways, their, their strategies. Well, in, in uh, a spiritual stronghold is a deeply rooted thought pattern dominated by, it could be, remember I mentioned the the worldly thinking, these fleshly habits, or the satanic influences, one of the three, or all three. But um, we, we are told that we live in the world, though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds, that's 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 and 4. And the reason I'm saying this is, if there is a stronghold that came through some action, and you may not have realized it, you may not have thought about it, but... um, one of the things that we could do is to I would lead you to think about and I would ask you specifically, have you been exposed to or been involved in and I would literally ask the areas of involvement in other words um, i I am taking you very seriously about what you have shared. And I do know, there. I know people who, I'm thinking about even a pastor who became a missionary. He was actually my cousin. And he called me and he said, I cannot believe what is happening. And he wasn't used to any of this. And uh, he was in Brazil. And uh, the bed would shake. I mean, it was bizarre to him. But there were things that were going on. And um, he asked, what do you have on the occult? And I sent him our material on the occult. I said, add to, add to this if there are other things that we need to have. It's our own. Uh, it's not from another ministry or church, but uh, these are are used at times by churches, what we have here. So I'm telling you this because I wanted to know, would you be willing to for us to talk about and let me go through this inventory to see what you have been exposed to and through prayer we could renounce any past involvement in any of these activities. Uh, or in, uh, anything that you you possibly have done, uh, or were exposed to, is that uh, okay I, with I, you?
4: I, I, I I'll tell you, June, that I I don't play when it comes to that. I don't I don't open up horoscopes. I don't I don't uh, do Ouija boards. I none of that. Um, I have been um, consecrated to Christ. For the last sixteen years of my life mm-hmm. um and and so i i i don't you know i i I don't the only thing I could think about my daughter had brought me something back from a foreign country um and I thought it was just a little you know just a you know it was like Mary something Mary, and it was a little statue, and I put it on my fireplace. But when this started happening, I, I threw it away. Okay. Um, wondering if that could be something that was related. So um, that just shows just shows you how serious I am um, when it comes to things like that. I know it's real, and yes, I and no, I would no, never great. open up or expose myself to anything.
1: Well, but you said that that's been in the last basically fifteen or sixteen years, right? That, that that you have yes, yes, totally constant. Okay, well, so what we're talking about is at any time in your life back. And so I would I would go through and 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 okay. you know I, I I would want to know. Are you willing for me just to ask you questions about yeah. anything that could have been in you know when you were a child, when you were because it sounds like you had a. I'm going to be very candid. You had a very mean mother. You had uh there was something the matter that was that's not normal to have this kind of uh an influence as a mother who did the things to you that she did and so the, what the what we would do it, it, we we will not have time to do it now, so we would do it possibly next week or the week after whatever uh fitting your schedule and mine um but we would go through, and and uh, we'll talk about the things that might. And I, when I ask certain questions, it may bring a memory that you really have not had in some time. You know, it's like I I, I hadn't even thought about that for years. So um, because I I I know that you're serious. I know you're serious about. Uh, doing what you know to do and literally uh, 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 spiritual warfare since you used that term and that is very clear it and we have in fact what i'll do i'll go in and send you our material on spiritual warfare and then we'll also I will go over a number of things that deal with the occult, but but we 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 need to do whatever you uh, are willing to do in this area uh, to renounce anything that could possibly have any control in your life. Because I know that's not what you want, and you are. I, I hear this the, uh, and and appreciate uh, the degree to which you are yielding your will to the will of the Lord. Um, The kind of abuse that you incurred uh, that happened to you as a child, that's not your fault. And there's no blame on you for the past trauma uh, of what you described as a child. Um, But what we want to do is see if the Lord will use this in your life to bring about freedom. And the freedom is also for you to be able to have a guard so that if something else begins to happen, there are certain prayers to pray. There are certain things to claim. And um, this is all according to the Bible. To the Word of God. By the way, I do not have a supernatural power that is beyond human uh, understanding. In other words, this is not my power. I don't have any special uh, power beyond what God gives every authentic Christian. And so, uh, what we'll do is, in fact, I'll, I'm going to ask our praying team that means you who are listening uh, would you pray for marie pray um, this is not her real name we've given her a different name but you can call her marie the lord knows who she is so that the next time we talk uh, that there can be insight from the lord and freedom from his spirit
0: We will send the Keys for Living called Spiritual Warfare Strategy for the Battle. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.